Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. After a career-high 63 starts last season, followed by a fizzling out in the playoffs performance, Jacob Markstrom's load management needs to be looked at. Join me as we take a way too early look at the games that Dan Vladar should probably start next season here on Locked on Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, hello, everyone, and thank you so much for tuning in. I'm your host, Jess Balmasto of the PHF Play- PA, the Premier Hockey Federation Players Association, and I'm here to talk to you all about the Calgary Flames, and today, more specifically, Jacob Markstrom. we got to take a look at how last season went, his splits, and some way-too-early predictions. But before we jump into that, please make sure that you're subscribed to Locked on Flames wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Apple, uh, Odyssey, Stitcher, TuneIn, wherever, and of course, we're also free 99 on YouTube. Last season, I think it was, it's very safe to say that Jacob Markstrom started way too many games, and we know that old habits die hard, especially when it comes to coaches like Daryl Sutter. Sutter rides a heavy hand with his goalies. You know that he will run them into the ground it's like a much nicer Abby Lee Miller when it came to Maddie and her lyrical solos. If you know, you know. Um, and we saw it with Markstrom last year. We saw him just uh, just burn Markstrom out. And he had 63 starts by the time the playoffs rolled around last year. And it is safe to say that he was burnt to a crisp. And it was evident in that series against Edmonton. And we're going to talk more about his numbers against Edmonton as a whole um, later on in the show, but it's too much to dive into right off the bat. But there were a handful of games that should have gone to Vladar. As the season progressed, you know, there, there are teams in your conference, in your division, that you know are out of playoff contention, And not saying you have to play a lesser game, like obviously points still matter, but you don't necessarily have to go out there and roll out your A team. And that often means you can bench your starter for the game. You know, it's, it's not unusual to see that, especially later in the season. If a team, (laughs) if a team like Arizona who is out of playoff contention and not in your division and is very far from competitive, I don't think that there's a reason to start your goaltender, like your your number one guy. You know, I remember <laughs> there were a string of games uh, in April or March against the Coyotes, San Jose, and just really non-competitive teams that – Sutter had Markstrom start, and everyone on Twitter was kind of like, listen, I know I'm not a coach, but it makes no sense for him to be here, to be, 
like give him a night off. He's going to need some gas left in his tank by the time the playoffs roll around. We want to make a deep push for it. So why aren't we giving him a day off? And that's what we're going to look at today. Because there are plenty of games in a season. (laughs) You know, Sutter had Markstrom start just about two-thirds of the season. And that's a lot. Two-thirds of your season as a starting goaltender, you don't see numbers like that. And there's a reason for it. Um, I, I just, I think that this is just one of those downfalls of having uh, Daryl Sutter behind the bench. And, you know, I'm not, I think Daryl Sutter is a fantastic coach and every coach has their downfalls. And this just happens to be Sutter's. It is riding his goalies into the ground. Am I glad he's doing it with Markstrom? Yes and no, to an extent. <laughs> Could you imagine if he was doing this when David Riddick was in, was the flame starter? This would be a disaster. I don't even think Daryl Sutter would have left the farm for that team. But last year was Vladar's first true NHL season. He had started five games in Boston or with Boston, and he this was his first real chance at the NHL, and he had a good stretch of games. He finished the season uh, with 23, or sorry, 19 starts and 23 games played with a record of 13, 6, and 2, which is fantastic. And he, especially for a backup goaltender, his numbers are good. He finished the season with a uh, 9.06 save percentage, two shutouts, and a goals against average of 2.75. And you know what? Yeah, that's a little high, but I also don't feel like that's a true number, like a, a good enough metric to judge someone off of, especially, especially when you remember that stretch in January where where he started three games and it was uh, Tampa and Florida and Carolina. And I think he allowed like nine goals in one game or something. Like there were some absurd goalie mishaps that game. And after that stretch of games, he found himself stapled to the bench and Sutter just went, went with Markstrom. And I kind of figured that he would (laughs) – not let Vladar see a lot of starting time after that, but I didn't think it would be as heavy as it was. And coming up next, we're going to make some way too early predictions of what teams he could be benched for and Vladar could get the start during. And because it's August and we have some predicting to do. But before we do that, I do just want to, take a quick minute and uh, talk to you about some safe driving. Are you one of those people who thinks it's okay to drive stoned? What's the worst that can happen? You end up driving below the speed limit. It's no big deal, right? Wrong. The truth is your reaction time is way slower when you're high. So you're not only putting yourself in danger, but everyone around you. Talk about a buzzkill. Stop kidding yourself. It's not okay to drive high. If you've been using marijuana in any form, do not get behind the wheel. If you feel different, you drive different. 
Drive high, get a DUI. Thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Lockdown Flames. You can find me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And if you're watching on YouTube, it just flashed across your screen for you. Um, this is, I, I don't like making predictions about players and their performance too early or really at all because I feel like you're setting an expectation for yourself and if you manage your expectations you're less likely to get uh your feelings hurt (laughs) so if we keep the bar low and just kind of you know ride that little uh middle of the road hockey style then yeah your feelings aren't going to get hurt or they could be crushed depending on how which side of the spectrum your team falls on but it's august none of us have a crystal ball we don't know what most of these teams are going to look like we don't know what anyone's going to roll out there with but we're going to take a look at the schedule and look at the teams as if so number one for who they are based on last year's performance and their off-season moves and some kind of qualifications, I guess, uh, qualifiers, if you will, are going to be like our non-division or non-conference teams or teams that are predicting, you know, to be bad. And we're going to start looking at the season uh, in February. So it's going to be um, post all-star break and you kind of have an idea of where teams are. So number one on the list is Buffalo. Uh, on February 11th, that is a matinee game. That is a 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time game. Wow, okay, that is early. But um, who doesn't like kicking off their their Saturday with a little, like, breakfast in bed and some hockey, right? Um, I think this could be iffy. I think that Buffalo has a good chance of being a good team this year. I don't think they're going to be anywhere Uh, Super competitive in the Atlantic, but I do think that they're going to be better than what they were. Uh, And then um, I'm moving through the week here on, uh, sorry, through the month here on the NHL website. The Philadelphia Flyers come to town uh, towards the end of February. And I, this is just one of those teams that I think you're okay with Ladar starting. I do not think that the Flyers are good. I do not intend to them being a playoff team. And I think that it's okay to have Vladar start. You know, I I really don't think that Philly is a team that, number one, can stay healthy. I don't think that they are a team that has really an identity or a solid goal scorer. So I think you're going to be okay. And then you can probably have – Markstrom take another day off when you travel to Arizona to play in the college arena. And again, Arizona has not made any significant moves this off season for me to be like, for me to take them any more seriously. Uh, I think that playing in a college arena is going to be odd for both teams. I think it's kind of embarrassing to be honest, but I do think that, um, Vladar could start this game. I don't think it's necessary for Markstrom to have to go out there for that. And now we're on to March. You know, I, this, again, there's a game against uh, Arizona here. Anaheim and LA, 
I think that you could maybe get away with, especially because they're back-to-backs. I think you could start um, Markstrom against the better of the two teams. I don't think that you need to start back both of them back-to-back unless things are looking very competitive in terms of the division. And then San Jose is just a flames killer. I don't know what it is. They just traded Aiden Hill to Vegas, and (laughs) hopefully the Flames will be able to get some goals and not blow some leads against the Sharks this year. Uh, Vancouver, at the end of the month, I think could be an interesting team as well because I, I think that they're going to be the sneaky, quiet team of the Pacific Division, and again, it depends on the standings, but I have a feeling that because it's a division team, Unless the Flames are doing really, really, really bad, or Vancouver is doing really, really, really bad, <laughs> I just I see Markstrom starting that one. But let's move to April, which is the last month of the regular season. You have games against Anaheim, who is a division uh, rival, who is going to be looking a little bit more competitive this year. So I would say. Markstrom's going to start unless Anaheim is truly out of the playoff picture or if the Flames haven't clinched yet. And then Chicago, I don't see them making Markstrom start against Chicago. I think that Chicago is going to be a horrific team this year again, probably at the bottom of the league. Um, and that's that's going to be okay. That's okay. So I would say Vladar can start this one. And then Vladar could probably start the next game too when they travel to Winnipeg. It's a back-to-back. It's a 5.30 Mountain Time game. So, you know, it's, again, kind of less than 24 hours in between games. Unless the Flames truly need these points at the end of the season, there's no reason for Markstrom to be starting these games. Uh, You have two days off, and then you play uh, Vancouver. A lot of traveling. Actually, no, it's split pretty evenly. I'm lying to you. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Go to Vancouver. You know, I think you're okay. Uh, Again, you don't know. You don't know what the teams are going to look like, but it just it makes sense if the to have Markstrom start if. The Flames haven't clinched the division. Or if the division's already been clinched, it doesn't matter. Or if Vancouver is fighting for a playoff spot, you have Markstrom start. Uh, Nashville. I Again, this is the second season in a row where the Flames are playing Nashville right before the playoffs. So this game could have real playoff vibes. Um, based on how last year went, I would say you could start Vladar or Markstrom. I don't think it matters. Um, Again, it's going, (laughs) it's all standing dependent, but, you know, there's no reason for you to worry about a team like Nashville unless you're featured or set to play them in the first round of the playoffs, which I don't think is going to happen. I don't. So... Then you end the season with the flame killer, the flame, the fire extinguisher, San Jose Sharks. 
start Vladar. It does not matter. Start <laughs> Vladar. <laughs> Coming up next, we are going to wrap up the show with some concerning stats for Jacob Markstrom and why he should be getting rest towards the end of the season. Thank you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames. As always, you can find the show wherever you get your favorite podcasts, as well as on YouTube. When looking back at last season for Jacob Markstrom, there were a few uh, red flags that were planted and will never be erased from my mind. And his performance against teams in the Pacific and specifically Edmonton really, really just, they're fully ingrained there. So let's take a minute to talk about them. Um, I love using <laughs> the NHL website to look at game splits because they give you such like fun and just random uh like stats and how they split them like uh you know the standard home road overtime and then it breaks it down by month and day um and then the division and then team by team so uh, we're not i'm not going to sit here and bore you through all of that but i do want to talk about his performance on the road versus at home and we go through some of these so he started 38 games at home. That is a lot. That is almost half a season. <laughs> and he had 22 wins, eight losses, um, and seven overtime losses with a save percentage of <laughs> 919. I was looking at a wrong stat. I was laughing. I thought it was 994, and I was going to say, holy smokes. Uh, and a goals against average at a 2.17. Unreal. And then for his road games, he started 25, uh, 15, 7, and 2 with a goals against average of 2.31 and a save percentage, which was a little bit better, of a 9.26. And he had nine shutouts last season. Isn't that wild to think about? But let's take a look at I don't even want to talk about January. January was a weird month, but we're going to talk about, where is it? The, his division, his performance in the Pacific. He started 21 games and he finished the season 11, seven and two with a save percentage of nine Oh eight and a goals against average at a two, six, three. Those numbers look like, backup numbers, specifically the save percentage. That is not good. He, uh, his worst day of the week performed was, well, his worst month was April. With that small, it was Thursday with a 9.5, or a 0.915, if anyone was curious. But he struggled against the Pacific for whatever reason. I think the Oilers really did a number on him, to be entirely honest. And I don't think he was ever able to recover, which is kind of embarrassing. But he, I don't even want to go over these numbers against Edmonton because of how 
bad they are. Two, two, and oh, with a save percentage of. I hope you're sitting down for this because this is very bad. Eight, eight, four. I hope you're not driving while listening to this because you probably just slammed on your brakes and heard the tires go. Uh, yeah, and he, with the goals uh, against average of a 3.54, that was his worst performance by far when looking at these splits. All right, you are going to be playing Edmonton. Ass- no, assume you're going to be playing Edmonton in the playoffs. Are those the numbers you want your starting goalie to have? No, 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 no. Do you know why he kind of stumbled in the season? I'm just going to take a wild guess here and say it's because he di- he didn't have a lot of rest. There wasn't there weren't enough opportunities for him to rest. Daryl Sutter needs to create these opportunities, and if he wants Vladar to be better, he needs to play Vladar. Vladar needs to have some opportunities to get in between the pipes and stop some shots and not just when it comes to practice you know the flames defense did did get an upgrade over the summer with Mackenzie Weger and I do think that they need to take a look and see if that is playing a factor into Vladar's performance and also Markstrom's because I'm going to tell you right now that flames defense was not very good. I mean, it was good, but it wasn't good enough to advance to the Western Conference Finals last year. So I think we're going to be okay if Markstrom gets rest. And we're, we can come back and revisit these throughout the season because we're not I – don't, I don't even want to look at the first half of the season and say, well, you know, these are the games he could sit because it's going to be more than likely the same teams, but – Vladar needs to see more ice time. Markstrom needs his rest so he can be set up for success when it comes to the postseason. Do you want your goaltender doubting himself and his own abilities due to his numbers and performance through the season against a team in the playoffs? No. We don't. So, let's set him up for success this time around and see how it goes, right? I think that's fair. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to Locked on Flames. I appreciate you. As always, I'm Jess Belmosto. You can follow me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. You can find the show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames pod. And find the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. And I will be seeing you all on Tuesday. And we're going to talk about something good. We're going to we're just going to keep the good vibes going to round out the summer. <laughs> Bye.